Who's ready to let the good times roll? Hello once again, this is Robert Niles from ThemeParkInsider.com. Mardi Gras officially comes next Tuesday, but Fat Tuesday isn't limited to just one day at the Universal Orlando Resort. You won't have to give up anything for 40 days because the resort's Mardi Gras celebration runs daily between now and April 4th at Universal Studios Florida. Universal's Mardi Gras combines a Cajun food festival with a daily parade and live musical entertainment in a family-friendly atmosphere that's all about experiencing the fun of one of the world's most popular and enduring celebrations. And each weekend, Universal brings in top-name musical acts for headliner concerts in the park, too. And it's all included with Universal Studios Florida theme park admission. I talked this week with Blake Braswell, entertainment show director at Universal Orlando Resort, to learn more about how he and his team puts together Universal's Mardi Gras celebration. So, of all the concepts for a spring festival, why Mardi Gras? I mean, this is not notorious. This is you know, somewhat notoriously not a particularly family-friendly event. What makes it a good fit for Universal? Um, I'll kind of answer that in two parts. Well, for one, we are like sure. uh, we can, as we are considered, you know, the, the most authentic Mardi Gras experience outside of New Orleans, and of course, it is family-friendly, but. One of the reasons we're also authentic to that is a large part of the Mardi Gras experience in New Orleans is family friendly. Uh, a lot of the stuff that you see that isn't, it tends to be a smaller sliver of the overall experience, but understandably it gets a lot of the media attention. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, but this gives us an opportunity to, you know, to do our, our uh, authentic Mardi Gras here, in, like as you said, in a family, uh, family friendly uh, fashion. Um, and if the timing is perfect, uh, it, li- it lines up uh, really great coming out of the holidays for us. And, you know, it's, it's an excuse to have a good time, to have a party. I think of all of everybody from up north that's visiting where it's freezing right now, you know, come down here and sling mm-hmm. a bead and right. dance a little bit and enjoy the weather. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I think uh, a lot of people think they know what Mardi Gras is, but they can come down to Universal and get a taste of what it really is, not just necessarily what they've seen on TV or social media. Um one of the nice things about this, too, is it's not the same thing every single year. It isn't the same acts, the same floats. Uh, how do you and your team decide what changes need to be made to keep the event fresh each year? And how long does that process take? So as far as the length of the process, we're actually already well into 2020's uh, design. Gosh, that's a weird oh, wow. thing to say, 2020. <laughs> Where are the flying cars at? Um, but, yeah, so we're, we're, we're already well in, you know, into conceptual development on that. Um, and so for us, you know, the, we have, it's kind of a two-sided coin, right? One side is a tradition of Mardi Gras that we've done now for, this is our 24th year doing it. Um, and then of course we, we want to, you know, do it as we always do with our marquee events, bigger and better each time. And, and kind of one of the ways that helps us do that is, is the themes that we do each year. And last year we had like that celestial theme with all the heavenly bodies. And then this year, uh, we're doing the party animals theme. And, uh, and it, any, it's just like anything we kind of develop o- over at creative development. Um, sometimes ideas like, bam, they just, they come right out the gate at you. Other ones you kind of got to work with. Uh, you know, yeah. fortunately we have a, a fun relationship with, uh, current studios and those are the folks who, who build our, our floats and they actually been, they're down in new Orleans and they've been building floats for Mardi Gras from since like the thirties. Um, wow. 
And so we get to go down and visit them in New Orleans and see their, you know, their warehouses of all the different like props and things that they've used throughout their year so that we've got an idea for a theme. We can kind of go through and see what things they have that exist, what things we can pull together to start up. Uh, you know, putting these folks together with with what we want to do with our theme, we kind of take that stuff and photos of that back to our scenic designers here. Uh, well, actually, our scenic designer travels with us uh, to uh, to New Orleans, and then we we kind of get working on designing them. Go back and forth with Kern a little bit as we we get the floats that you will see, um, you know, out here for the experience. So we're we're already talking about planning our, our next trip down to start putting the pieces together for for next year's theme now so it's a it's a about a year year-round process maybe just a little bit longer so um let's talk a little bit more about the parade i mean how for folks that may not have seen it before or may not be familiar with mardi gras i mean how does this parade differ from the other parades at universal and and maybe even at other theme parks just kind of in in uh you know the tone and the decoration and kind of the spirit that you're trying to get at with this so one of the things I really enjoy about the experience of the Mardi Gras parade here is the interaction that our performers have mm-hmm. with our guests, which prior to the parade, uh, our performers actually go out to the French Quarter area that we have set up and they interact with our guests. They We've got live bands on the street playing and they do like dance parties and stuff with our guests and, and, um, and they make a lot of connections that then it's great when the parade happens you you know our performers aren't just walking down the middle of a street doing a parade when it comes to mardi gras they are weaving around you know going to the the sides you know high five to the guests giving beads those kind of things and it's cool to see them reconnect people that they were playing with just you know an hour and a half or so earlier out in the french quarter i I think that makes it a big difference also as i explained to the cast in uh, rehearsal it's a different experience you know compared to a lot of the other marquee events i work on where you're not playing, uh, you know, a character. Like, we're recreating Mardi Gras. And, it, and at Mardi Gras in, in New Orleans, you know, these are people that are parade performers. They're, they're dressed up in these fun costumes. And they're going out there to have a, a party and, and make this parade happen. And so we're the same thing. So you you are yourself out there having a great and fun time. Uh, so, like, when it comes to the casting side, we're really looking for people with, like, those outgoing personalities. Um, because we, you know, I want you to talk to as many people as you can. Um, and, and so... That, I think, is probably the biggest thing that really is a big difference. Obviously, you know, we put a lot of work into the floats, costume design, and all those things. But I think, I think that, that, that interaction that happens prior to the parade and then during the parade itself, uh, it, it sets things very much apart from other parades. Yeah, I mean, really, when you think about it, because this has been going on in New Orleans for decades, I, this is really kind of the original interactive entertainment experience, isn't it? That's, that's actually a good way of looking at it. I mean, because you've, you know, it's worldwide. You know, you've got like Carnival, you, you, right. that happens, uh, you know, both down in like Brazil as, as well as at Carnival in Europe. And so, you know, it's a it's a thing from the old world that made it to the new world uh, and, is, and is a tradition that's that's carried on. But it is kind of, I guess, one of the early themed experiences, you could say. Absolutely. Uh, in addition to the parade, talk me through some of the other entertainment that is offered at Universal during Mardi Gras? Well, I said uh, prior to the parade, uh, we do have the live bands that are roaming around our, our French Quarter area. So that you've got like drums, trombones, trumpets, and they're playing traditional Mardi Gras music. And, and our performers are out there hosting like, you know, like they've got like dance parties going on and stuff. So there's a lot of interaction happening around there. Uh, when you first walk into the gates, it's 
a different experience because we completely change our, our BGM, our background music, uh, to a Mardi Gras uh, music, uh, which this year and last year, it's, uh, we started last year, it's, it's, a, it's a new package of music. It's much, much longer than the previous we had done. So as soon as you walk in, it feels different. And then you walk over to our French Quarter. Like I said, you've got, uh, yes, you've got all our, our performers interacting with people. you got the live bands out there. And then you also have the, the food that's in the French Quarter. That's kind of like the, the other piece as far as feeling immersed because it's, you know, you smell this Cajun food that's being cooked. And they really kind of went above right. and beyond. There's a, there's a ton more food this year. Uh, and there's, like, they do an opportunity to actually try a bunch of it. They do tasting sizes as, as well as larger sizes. Okay. And of course there's the the headliner concerts on the weekends too. Oh yes, yep. So uh on select dates uh throughout the weekends, yep, we've got uh we've got plenty of concerts to come in. We just, you know, not too long ago had Macklemore down here. Um and then we've got my dad's very excited. We got Steve Miller band coming. Uh so I think we gotta go we gotta go ahead and catch them. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of fans really consider the music to be the heart of the the, the party. So when you're when you're putting this whole thing together, I mean what kind of considerations do you have about, you know, headline acts, the, the, the roaming bands that you're going to have? Uh, tell me a little bit about your philosophy about the musical programming for this event. Um, so, and it kind of, obviously, our theme was party animals, this go around. It kind of, it kind of fits, mm-hmm. you know, that vibe as well. But for me, I want, I want people to come in and have a party, smile the whole time, leave smiling. I want their faces to hurt from smiling when, when, when they're said and done. <laughs> uh, that, that's like the, the main takeaway. So for me, uh, music is such an important part, right? If you say we're going to a party, you kind of assume that there's going to be music involved. Um, so right. last year we took a long time. We actually sat through to go to recreate, or, or I should say uh, put together a new, you know, BGM uh, for the overall park. Um, and then when it comes to, uh, you know, we, we get bands, uh, our street bands from New Orleans uh, to come in and play in our French Quarter so that, again, you're adding to the authenticity of that experience. And everything they're playing, the, it's great because they've never met our cast. When the first day they mm-hmm. all get together and see each other here, they've never met. But you'd never know it because the bands are so good at leading a party out on the streets. And then our cast jumps yeah. right in and helps amplify that. And you would think they had rehearsed together for weeks, but that's not the case. <laughs> um, they've, they've met each other on, on opening day as well. Um, so it, there's something about like the Mardi Gras music, the Mardi Gras experience. It's a very... It is a very outgoing experience that that brings you in and wants to make you part of the party, um, which, you know, again, like with the casting side, we're looking for those very, uh, you know, open personalities and stuff. And they kind of plays that way into the music, right? You want stuff that that immediately you want to start moving to. You want to start tapping your toes to. That's that's the stuff you want to check off to make sure that you have. And traditional Mardi Gras music kind of fills that bill pretty well. Yeah, I mean, when you were talking about bringing the bands and having their first interaction with the cast, the first thing that jumped in my ma- mind was just, it, it's just jazz improvisation. I mean, that's, that's really the heart of this whole thing, is just the fact that you've got people who, who, they just understand what they're doing. They know the structure of the thing, and they can improvise with it to create something that's just absolutely magical. So it's really kind of cool to hear about 
uh, you know, instances where you bring people together like that, and just like 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 old school jazzers, they just start jamming out there in the park. Yeah, everybody knows their part. They know exactly what to do. I always tell the cast like the best part, like literally, what I'm asking you to do for your job is to go out and have a really good time. If you go out and have a really no, good time, no, man. No, yeah, that's work. right? You got to tell them you go have a really good time and invite people to join you in that good time. That's the job. That's the role. That's what you're doing. Yeah, that's I mean, that. That's just great. I mean, that's ultimately what people come down to come to the parks for, is that they're that they're there to have fun. So this is just such a an, an organic experience that gets them into that. Exactly. Um, yeah. Interesting talking about the the BGM, the background music. I mean, long, long ago, when I worked in uh, you know a, a theme park that I shall not name. Uh, you know, one of the life survival skills I had to develop was to ignore BGM. Otherwise, it'll just drive you nuts. Uh, so to this day, when I get into a park, I, I don't really consciously think about BGM, but there's a point in the day inevitably where I can just feel like, oh, I, I have this mood that has changed. And then I stop and I think about it and I try and listen to it. And I'm like, oh, wow, that's the background music. It's having an effect on me. Um, so it's just really interesting that, that, that you're also changing the background music in addition to all of the other music in the park. Um, tell me a little about, you know, is there anything specific about what makes great BGM music as opposed to something a band is playing out there in the park? Um, that's a good question. So, like, obviously when you've got a band, you, you have a different uh, you have a different energy because – literally you have the energy from the live performers of the band to the guests and then it's reciprocated from the guests back to the band right so you know that right, obviously right. doesn't happen with, with bgm with bgm you know you want to evoke that uh it's that fine balance right you want to make sure it's present but not too much that it overpowers everything and actually mm -hmm. what you said earlier just kind of getting people into the mood of the experience is is probably right. the best way to put it um it's like you know uh, I, I guess you know, slowly, slowly getting into the pool to get used to the water, right? Um, it's right. That, it, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. So that when you get in the gates, you feel the Mardi Gras music. Um, you know, I can I can tell the difference when Mardi Gras starts and the BGM switch to Mardi Gras and the way the guests walk through the park. I can you can see it with with the BGM yeah, wow. that's playing. Yeah, it it definitely has an effect, even for people who think. Oh, I never hear that. Yeah, you hear it. You well, hear it. It we were excited to take it from uh, what was, I think, a 45-minute or an hour-long loop and make a few hours out of it because we knew also our team members wow. would, would very much appreciate the fact that it would not repeat as much. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I mean, now all of a sudden it's like, oh, if, if this were if this were hours-long loop, maybe I would have listened to it more when I was working at the park. I think I, think I was dealing with about a 15-, 20-minute loop back in the day. Um, that's nuts. Hey, uh, just you know, as, as 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 we get to the home stretch here, as as someone who helped put this whole thing together, knows it inside and out. What's your advice for visitors coming down to experience Mardi Gras, whether it's their first time or their hundredth time doing this? You know, what kind of things should they be trying? What are they what what should they be looking for to get the most out of this experience? Um, if there's a crowd of people having a good time, don't sit back and watch. Get involved. That that that'd be my main thing. And if the food smells good to you, go hit it up because they, like I said, they really did a lot more uh, with the food this year. Uh, there's a lot of new stuff to try. There's even like tasting sizes with like a tasting lanyard and the crab etouffee that got added this year is fantastic. 
Um, oh, so, man. you know, if, you ever, if you've wondered what the experience is like to go to Mardi Gras, New Orleans, you know, you, you jump right in and experience it here. You know, um, you, you're welcome to sit back and be a spectator, but, you know, jump in and participate. It's a lot more fun. And you can get beads, too. Oh, yes. You get tons of beads. Or if you want to, you can actually be, you know, ride one of our floats and be a bead thrower, which is a whole different experience that's a blast as well. Tell me how you get in on that. Um, you will go onto the website, universalorlando.com, and you can make reservations uh, to, to ride one of our floats. And it sounds like, oh, okay, yeah, you can ride the float, sling out beads. Until you do it, it's awesome. Oh, well, absolutely. I mean, you talk about an interactive event. I mean, it's one thing to just kind of be there in the crowd and people are coming up and getting you hype and throwing you a beat. It's another thing to be the active, I mean, the instigator of all this, if you will, to be the person on there throwing the beads and getting the party going. That's, I mean, you don't really get that many opportunities to kind of be in the show uh, in a theme park. So it's really kind of cool when those do come around. Yeah. And, and we got, you know, and the floats, too, are set up as well, like, you know, for our annual pass holders as, as well to get involved uh, with being on the floats. Uh, so it gives you, a, if you're an annual pass holder, you make sure to check that out as well. Another advantage of being an annual pass holder. We got a few of them. This long. <laughs> Plus the fact you just get to come to the park all the time. Exactly. How cool is that? Which is the nice thing about uh, being involved with the marquee events uh, for our folks that do come here frequently, um, you know, is a chance to like to have a different layer, you know, on the park. So it isn't the same thing every time. Yeah, absolutely. Just like I mean, and and every year it's different as well, a little bit. Oh yeah, and that's one of my yeah. favorite things about the job. I love that. It's always it's always changing. You might be working on Mardi Gras again, but it's going to be very different. <laughs> very cool. Always, always uh, like, like like a good jazzer, always keeping it fresh, always keeping it different, always keeping it really engaging and fun with you. Yeah, you can't leave without a smile on your face, I promise. Thank you to Blake for joining us and to Universal Orlando for their help. You can see all the headline acts coming to this year's Universal Mardi Gras in our complete Central Florida theme park concert calendar on Theme Park Insider. Just visit themeparkinsider.com slash concerts to see what's playing on your next visit this spring. This is Robert Niles for themeparkinsider.com. Thanks for listening.